Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm taking calls to help you make 2019 the hottest year yet. Topics include the oddest dating stats of 2018 from deal breakers to masturbation injuries, getting you into your role play groove, whether or not age makes a difference in your relationship, and why taking a break from porn and masturbation can reignite your sex life with your partner. All this and more. Thanks for listening. So you all know that everyone here at Sex with Emily loves the womanizer, but no one more than producer Jamie. It's, a, it's kind of an obsession. You think? I mean, you sleep with it under your pillow. Yeah. I mean, is that bad? No, it's awesome. I mean, Jamie, you know this. Some might say we have the best jobs in the world because we get to take all the new models home. We try them out. We review them. And not so long ago, we did bring home the Womanizer Premium, which somehow, I don't know how they do it. They changed the game again. I know. Every time, I think there's no way that it can get better. And it does. And the premium is basically everything I love about the Womanizer already, but it's got a bunch of amazing new technology and it just makes it so much better. Right. Okay. Hang on. Let's pick our favorite new feature. I mean, it uses the same pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate the clitoris with those pulses of air pressure. Love them. It does. It feels like the best oral sex of your life, but there's no actual licking. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. And it has that little round silicone a cylinder that goes over your clitoris and the, those air pulses are exactly like exactly what I need. But I'd have to say my new favorite feature is probably the smart, smart silence. silence. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the smart silence is the best. You guys, here's the, the smart silence, it keeps the womanizer silent until you touch it to your skin. So it's discreet and roommates don't hear it. I know. And I have so many Jamie's roommates. Jamie's like 18 roommates that are all dudes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's amazing. So, I don't know. I have to pick something different. I'm going to say that the thing I love besides the smart silent is the entire toy is all body safe silicone. And it just, it's like luxurious to hold. I know. It's really nice. I I really like it. it. Okay, Jamie, thanks for sharing my obsession for the Womanizer. Of course. If any of you haven't tried the Womanizer yet, now's the time to see all of them. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash womanizer. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-O-M-A-N-I-Z-E-R. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. All the great things we have going on there to help you have better sex. You can easily comment, subscribe on iTunes. We love when you do that. You can check out our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. And also check me out on Sirius XM Radio, Stars Channel 109. I am there weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 East, and it's been an amazing ride. If you guys check it out in Sirius, if you want, if you don't have Sirius, get a free 30-day trial. Visit sexwithemily.com slash SXM, or just call in and ask your questions at those times, because I'm there taking your calls, 888 947 
800-628-8277. You can find me on social media everywhere at Sex with Emily across the board. I'm there. You're there. It's a great time. We came across this in an article and we thought it was interesting and kind of hilarious. <laughs> so I talk about, a lot on the show, I talk about tips and tricks and little things how to make your relationships better and of course your sex life because they're all related. But sometimes there's things that just catch our eye and we're like, huh, this is kind of hilarious and interesting and illuminating mm-hmm. and insightful. <laughs> and maybe it'll turn you on. No, who knows? I just threw that in. But, <laughs> okay, this was the WTF dating and relationship stats of 2018. Like weird. Like actually like, weird? Like actually, like really, like there's a lot of things I'm like, yeah, I've heard it all. But these are like, welcome to America. <laughs> like this is what's happening. Especially right now. <laughs> I know, exactly, right? So, um... Here we go. 37% of singles found it unattractive to steal a neighbor's internet. Seems like a funny deal breaker, no? Now, let me tell you something. What does that say about someone? If I'm at someone's house at this point in my life and they're still stealing the neighbor's internet, like how much is internet now? I mean, it depends on how fast True. you want it to be. But for something that we're on all the time... You right. would, it's like, you know. You don't steal your neighbor's car when you go to a 7-Eleven. Like, exactly. Like, you gotta figure out, or you take the bus, right? Or, like, you figure out another way. You do. And, I mean, it's like, I think, I don't know, for right now, like, I pay, like, I think, like, 50 bucks a month, but I have, like, three roommates, so right. it's, like, $12 a month for internet. It's not a very near neighborly thing to do. Right. No, I get it, though, but I'm, but here's the thing. Well, no, I used to split with my roommate in San Francisco, the woman across the hall, but then I paid her 10 bucks a month. So I get it, you guys. Times are tough. It's expensive, but just to <laughs> steal it. If I was at someone's house, like, take my neighbor's internet. Yeah, like, like, well, what would you say? Like, if you came across this, this like, wire? my life. It's like a wire, wire going out the window. Like, <laughs> He's like, you got to stand closer to their front door. Is that okay? Like, right. No, I, w- I, I wouldn't be cool with that. <laughs> I love the deal breaker conversation. I'm always like, what are your, like, do people have weird deal breakers? Like, it's funny what would turn someone else's you know what is it someone else's trash tr- uh, pleasure trash another person's treasure well that's the funniest thing because that's actually my Instagram I'm bio is one man's trash is another <laughs> man's treasure because <laughs> I always refer to myself as like a garbage human being I know which I never liked that because right it's not okay it's like self depreciating but it's not like I actually have a very high opinion of myself I know it's you just, do it trips people out which I think is why I do it the most but me and my roommate and my best friend, like, we just say it all the time, like, oh, yeah, do you want to have a garbage night? I'm like, oh, we're just garbage. We're human trash. And they're right. just like, don't say that about yourself. I'm right. like, no, I love myself, but I'm garbage. Right, but I don't understand. Okay. I know, you don't I, get we, it. I, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I get it. But, okay, moving on. Moving on. She's this beautiful human. But I get it's your funny, like, thing with your friend. Okay, 11% of men wanted to date someone more. Like, they were excited more after being ghosted by them. If y'all know what ghosting means, ghosting means, sound familiar to anyone? You go on a date, mm-hmm. things are amazing. You're like, oh my God, we kissed. It was with this connection. Maybe it was the one. I don't want to get too crazy, but we had quite a night. And then, poof, you never hear from him again. Ghosted. And I mean, and then you get ghosted. <sighs> And these guys, that's only 11%, but they're like, yes, that makes me want her more. Is it that whole you got to play game thing? Do people still believe in that? Yeah, it's like the chase. It's the... Also, for me, I guess, I don't know. Like, I would definitely be like, you ghost me, you ghost me, you can, you know, go haunt someone else. But 
I mean, it's maybe trying to figure out like why it is. It's more of like, oh, but why don't they like me? It's like you have to convince someone. Because we all want to be liked and loved. Like I guess everyone's deepest, greatest fear. Like most of the problems you have, if you roll them all back, are going to go to our fear of not being loved and being abandoned mm-hmm. for many of us. Mm-hmm. Like we all want to be lovable. So in, in some way that speaks to that, like you're not going to like there's or I want to find out the truth mm-hmm. or, you know, it makes me want you more. We want what we can't have. Yeah. I say to that, if someone ghosts me, like I, I'm out. Like I don't need more of that. They, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Like this yeah. person, my favorite Maya Angelou quote. Mm-hmm. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. So that's a great relationship thing to live by too. If you're dating someone, maybe a few times things have happened. You're like, it's weird though. Because let's say your deal breaker is someone who, this is going to be benign, let's say, but they're late. You are a super on-time person. But every time, not only are they late, but they're one of those, you're so late you missed the movie. Or they were late picking you up from an important event. Or you said, and, and you're like, that, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Like people don't change unless they want to change. So if someone shows you who they are, believe the F out of them. Okay. <laughs> Which one do you like next, Jane? Um, okay. I think that this is interesting. 74% of couples bought a brand new mattress when they began their relationship. And the reason why I think it's interesting is it doesn't say when they move in together. It says when they began their relationship. So I wonder if there's a distinction there. Cause I'm like, if I just got a new boyfriend, I'm not going to get rid of my mattress. I love my mattress. That's true. Is there some kind of like graveyard of like ditched mattresses somewhere? Is there just like a graveyard of sad mattresses? There You're is. right. I, who, who can afford <laughs> to buy a new mattress? I think there is something to the like whole feng shui. And my friend got divorced and she had a bed in a room. And one of our friends in San Francisco, of course, she was like the gypsy with all the like feng shui mm-hmm. sexual healing person came in there and says, no, if you were in this with your ex, you have to get rid of every piece of furniture in your bedroom and the mattress and start over and stuff. But couples, I don't know. It's good for the mattress business, I guess. Good for the mattress business. But they're business. couples. Mm-hmm. So does it mean they both want bought one, or they? If I think if you move in with someone, though, mm-hmm. you shouldn't schlep the mattress from the old place. You shouldn't. You think you should get a new one? Yeah, I do. I actually agree with that. But what if you have like just such a great mattress? You can buy it again. It depends how long you've had it. Like I've only had mine a year. Mm-hmm. Like if it was last year, I wasn't having a ton of sex. This year, more so. I could see it. Anyway, what do you guys think about this mattress decisions? But mattresses just matter. <laughs> what if you go to someone's house? So my old thing is, I go to someone. Like, it's not that I want to throw out their mattress. I actually want to throw out their bedding. Because some guys, and maybe women too, I'm saying, but you, you got to invest in your bedding. This is just a side note. This yeah. is a good dating tip too. Mm-hmm. No like more your bedding, No more starchy sheets that don't match and stuff like that. Because we sleep in it. We stay in our bed. So that's important. Important. Very important. Okay. Um, married people living in Montana, North Dakota, and Nebraska search the most search most frequently for sex toys online i wonder if it's because there's not a lot of sex toys there sex toys i thought you're gonna say i wonder if it's because there's not a lot of things to do (laughs) (laughs) that too i don't know but i think because there's probably here we walk out there's sex toy store we've got a sex toy store basically in our office a Mm -hmm. closet but that's interesting too so i'm glad that they're looking for sex toys everywhere though so that's good maybe there's less stores around as i just said yeah there's probably a lot of stores in north dakota although if i'm wrong let me know okay let's see oh 29 percent of singles found it more attractive if their date had an iphone blue messages or you're legit a cop (laughs) i just think they green messages if you send someone and they're not well that's why it's saying it says blue messages or or you're a legit a cop, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that, but I feel like um 
I feel like it is sort of a younger hip thing to have an iPhone, but uh, would you judge on it? I mean, I wouldn't judge on it. One, I'm the only person in my family that has an iPhone. Oh. Everyone else has now a Now I'm Galaxy. judging your family, though. Okay, just right? kidding. No, but um, I think it's just funny that somehow society has conditioned us to think that people that don't have an iPhone are somehow lesser humans. I agree. I think that's horrible. And to be honest with you, I appreciated Steve Jobs and all his work and the phones, but I think since he died, may him rest in peace, that the phones are not what we thought they were. Like, I feel like there's a lot of problems with them and I haven't tried a droid phone in a long time, Android, as say, but it's, maybe we've been a little yeah. brainwashed. You get so used to I have certain... everything in front of me is Apple. Don't get me wrong. Don't get angry. I haven't used a <laughs> PC in years. I'm just saying. Sometimes I'm like, is this really that great? The it's, problems, the new laptops you yeah. bought that have problems. It's the it's the user interface. Should I we think call that's, it Genius Bar right now? Right. Okay. It's like so much easier to use. I think just because we're so used to it. Like I had a when I use like when I use Windows eight, I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. How do I get? It is true what we're used to. Right, you is that know. what you're saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's just they mass produce them more, and we've been told they're better. So right, exactly. I don't know. Make your own decisions. Okay, people in Alaska were the most likely to be catfished. LOL, bye. That's Why hilarious. Alaska? Yeah. I mean, more we, fish, more catfish, more more, fish. more actual catfish, uh, less well, people, so f- less people. And they're like, someone's calling and they're really friendly on the phone and they've got, they've got something to sell me. Do you think they have more online relationships? Maybe it's like cold or inside. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't want to leave my bed, but I want to date you. Yeah. Cause most know. catfishing is dating stuff. So that's interesting. If you're in Alaska though, this is a public service announcement. Watch out for those phone calls. <laughs> Have you been getting a lot of those weird calls lately, like spam calls? Uh, I've been getting a ton yeah. of them. Anyone else? Like, I got one today said that I was going to prison for something, or not prison. <laughs> it said I was, and it was like, it barely made sense, but it was like, if you don't answer this call, something bad's going to happen and we're going to come fight. Like, and all, like, I got three calls today, messages, weird thing. Not about me, not about me doing something wrong. Yeah, but that's I am crazy. very legal. I know, it's crazy. That was scary. That's like not even cool. I know, I'm just sharing all this with you. Okay, so here's this other thing. Don't So don't call me, okay? Unless, yeah, just don't call. Okay, one in three men preferred to be the little spoon. Switch up your cuddle shash, sash stat. I little spoon, I, I'll, I'll be the little, I'll little spoon. When I'm dating, mm-hmm. when I'm in a relationship. Do you ever little spoon? Do you ever oh, become the big spoon? Yeah, all the time. I think it's good to like mix and match it because also I can't lay on one side for too long. I have right. to. You got to flip it around. Turn around. Here you go. Yeah. Um, we got. Okay, this is hilarious. The top three deal breakers in LA were number one, practicing Scientology. Number two, <laughs> crashing on someone else's couch. And three, Carrying a small dog in your purse. <laughs> Seems fair. <laughs> I want a small dog I can carry in my purse, though. But these are like the most, like, I mean, maybe the crashing on someone else's couch one isn't, but the first, the, the Scientology and the carrying a small dog in your purse are just so stereotypical. I think that's what people think LA is yeah, like. Yeah, when they think of LA, they think everyone's in Scientology with their little yappy dogs. Have you ever met a Scientologist? Not directly. I'm sure I have, but I've never like had a conversation with them about it. Have you? I mean, it's right there, the whole Scientology. No, I mean, I've never. I haven't. I did go through a museum once and it was this cool, like it was like the psychiatric museum of death and it was like kind of really cool. And then at the end it was like some Scientology thing. I was like, ah, you just ruined the whole last hour I had in my life. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know much. But here's the thing about crashing someone else's couch. And again, I was in my 20s. I I mean, people did that stuff. But in recent years, one of my my best friend, Lisa, in Chicago, she calls me and she's like, I've got the best, probably a few years ago, she's like, I got the best guy for you. He's so great. He's visiting LA. Like he's just moved to LA like, 
what'd she say like a year ago and you'd love him and we go for drinks because I'm like she's my best friend we go out and he's like oh yeah I don't I don't really have a job. I'm sleeping on a friend's couch. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And like, I get it. I've been there. But like in your fort, I'm like, Lisa, why do you think he's the perfect match for right now? Sleeping on the couch. She's like, oh, you're right. I didn't I didn't ask him what he's doing. This is the deal with that. It's not that so much they sleeping on the couch. It's when you're single mm-hmm. and your friends are like, oh, I have a single friend. You're single. Like my married friends are like, well, then you obviously must be great together. Because you're both single. Mm-hmm. Let's do some di- little more deep diving. Does he have a job? <laughs> yeah, like there's... Like, Lisa, you could have asked him what he's doing in LA. There's got to be more, like, things you guys have in common. Right, but there was besides nothing. Besides just being single. Right. Like, literally, you could go deeper. Thank you. Your favorite color is red. This person's exactly. favorite color is red. Oh, but yours is blue. It doesn't matter. You both like colors. You should have kids. <laughs> you should have red and blue babies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So my mom did that for years. We were in San Francisco. I met Barbara at the gym, and her son just moved to San Francisco, and he's single too. You should go out with him. I'm like, mom, I'm not meeting all your friends' kids who moved to San Francisco. Okay, so here's this another one. Denver was the thirstiest city in America. Like, apparently, mm. they all just want to get laid in Denver. Have you ever been thriving. To, you've no. Been to you've never been to Denver? So, oh, no. I gave a speech there this year, but it was for two minutes, so I barely remember. But yes, I didn't spend a lot of time mm-hmm. there. Beautiful city. Yeah, I think so. Lots of everyone's so nice. Everyone is nice. So that's kind of funny to me that they don't actually want relationships just because everyone that I met was just like such a nice person. Yeah. And the only people that annoyed me, I overheard their conversation and they were from California. Oh, see? Were they talking were they Scientologists? No. <laughs> um okay. No, but they had small dogs in They person. did have small dogs <laughs> everywhere. Okay, this is interesting. Twenty two percent of singles use their partner's toothbrush and seventy six percent never told their partner note to self always keep a spare one around okay here's my thing this go this is like the kind of stuff that doesn't it doesn't surprise me given that we are so we don't talk about anything right like here we're getting got people to say you know what here's how i want you to touch my left breast my right breast her i want of orgasm this is kind of the same thing like i don't want to be intimate and ask you for your toothbrush so i'm just gonna like not tell you they just think it's gross i don't know what that's about let's just be honest this about sig- everything yeah this signifies to me that they know it's gross but they were they were weighing their the pros and cons. Do I not brush my teeth or do I use my partner's toothbrush? True, that's good. I say just always just swish with some toothpaste. Yeah, I kind of feel like not brushing your teeth is actually more sanitary than using your partner's toothbrush. Totally agree with you. I'm down with that. Yeah. I think we're really actually learning a lot here. Okay, tr- 30% of women snooped in their partner's undie drawers. Nothing to see here. That's uh, interesting. I mean, like, I don't know what men would keep in there besides underwear oh i've done this funny you should have funny we're talking about this well i had an ex yeah in san francisco we dated for years and it was so funny because and he still wanted to eat home with my exes dear friend but i we used to go and he just had (laughs) all of his it wasn't in his under it was in his dresser but he happened to have Oh, this happened with another guy too okay this is a pattern guys ready if you're this dude call me because i think it's a guy thing he had a drawer where he kept like underwear or like jewelry that all the other women he's been with have left at his house. Like mm. an earring or a necklace or a thing. Like, first of all, they're going to come back one day. Like, <laughs> hi, we slept together in 2007. My gold hoop. Like, why did you have them? Have you seen my gold hoop? 
and that like really I can think of now two to three and it was drawers it was like and they were both totally different guys one was an LA boyfriend one was a San Francisco boyfriend and they kept it is it like their badge of honor like I got these treasures here you know like a notch on the bedpost but it's really like panties or a bra that's some weird Halloween so costume, weird like half of a me. costume. <laughs> so you did was your was your date a mermaid last year? I, I mean, just found her tail. Do you, would you think that that's? I mean, no, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the equivalent to keeping like a guy's sweatshirt, right? Because at least it's like okay, no, well, I, that's I wear cozy. The yeah, I do. I sleep in sweatshirts. No, that's just kind of weird because I don't even want to keep my underwear. Like, yeah, you know, like around. Like, I just I don't know. You think you just throw it away? You know what I mean? Like underwear gets anyway. Oh, you know what? Actually, speaking of this, so. A long time ago, I had this person that I was hooked up with regularly. And one night, for whatever, I could not find my underwear. I'm like, where is... I don't know. So I was like, whatever, that's fine. Like, over a year later, like, after we completely stopped talking to each other, he sends me a picture saying that he found the underwear somewhere randomly. And in my mind, he's just like, do you want it back? I'm like, throw it away. It's been on the corner of your room for, like, a year. And secondly... I do not believe for a fucking second that you just found that. Right. Well, do you think he was trying to circle back to you? Was he thirsty? No, I think Jamie. I think it was one of those things where it was just like you know, guys randomly like chicks' underwear and smell them and stuff. Maybe, maybe that's it. But it wasn't just underwear, right? Well, that was. I guess. Oh, I just had another memory. Ready? Yeah. They're all coming (laughs) flashing back in. I broke up with this guy, and he. And you know me with my vibrators. I was spending a lot of time at his house years ago and I one day got a package and he had wrapped up it was like the magic wand like five or six toys lubes he'd wrapped them all up in paper like newspaper all my toys and shipped them back to me which I thought was kind of nice mm-hmm. and weird like I get it that but it was like in a package and I'm unwrapping unwrapping all the toys at least I got them back at anyway I thought that was back. like when he touched them and wrapped them I thought that was interesting all right we're gonna take a quick break when we come back on to your calls I love coming to work every day, mainly because I get to talk to all of you, but also because my team often greets me with, I love those boots. Where'd you get them? And I don't even pay them to say that. But these four words are sure to make me smile every time. You know I love compliments. And it's not just like I have some crazy shoe budget. I just have a secret weapon, justfab.com. JustFab is my go-to site to see what's new and trending in boots, shoes, clothing, and accessories. And it's all personalized to me. It works like this. When you visit the site for the first time, you take a quick style quiz. Once you do that, JustFab customizes your shopping experience so your favorite styles rise straight to the top. You can shop as a guest or become a JustFab VIP. And take it from me, becoming a VIP is by far the way to go. VIPs save up to 30% off retail prices and get access to tons of other exclusive perks. Just Fab's memberships are flexible, so each month you can choose to shop or skip. You shop the way you want to. I love it. Now that it's officially boot season, it's time to refresh your look. And if you go to justfab.com slash Emily today and sign up as a VIP, you'll get your first style for as low as $10. That's justfab.com slash Emily to get your first style for as low as $10. Justfab.com slash Emily. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109 Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more because every day I'll be interviewing guests, 
sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com SXM. That's sexwithemily.com SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. All right, Matt in Dallas, 28. He was a past caller who's on his way to a date with his husband. They're going to pretend they are swingers. (gasps) Matt! Yay! Hi, Matt. Hi, Emily. Oh, my God, Matt. I'm so excited because the other night you were like, ah, we're not going to role play. (laughs) Tell me everything. This is amazing. Talk to me. So we're on our way. I'm on our way to a wine bar, and he's already there. And we talked about last night. I actually ordered two candles last night, too. (gasps) I'm so glad. Massage um, candles, great. I'm, I'm, I'm... and I'm kind of freaking out on my way there. I'm oh, like, I don't oh know God. how I'm going to do this. I, this is someone I'm married to. So okay, deep breaths. We're not texting. We're not trying to build it up or anything or anything like that. Okay, so tell me the scenario. So you're going to meet. So this is you're doing the role. You're doing role play. You're going to pretend you're strangers or that you just met for the first time. We're, we're going to pretend like we're strangers. We're okay. role playing like we're strangers. Fun. Okay. So you're going to. Yeah. So I'm going to text them. We're not, I'm not going to text while I'm there, so we're actually going to w- walk and bump into each other. But I'm this like, how hot. do I do this with someone I know for the last several years? <laughs> I know. Well, this is great. You're just going to go in and you're going to be like, hey, you know, come here often. Or have I seen you before? And you guys might laugh. <laughs> but Matt, do your best. I'm telling you the most awkward thing. And I, I promise you, because you, I'm actually going to make you call me back. Well, unless you guys are having sex or something. And that is okay to trump my quest. But I'm telling you, the first minute or two, you might giggle, you might laugh. And even if you give in, that's fine. But then once you get through it, he'll be like, oh, yeah, my name is Bob. Who are you? And then you're going to find yourself, I'm telling you, getting into it. And just being like, yeah, my name is, do you know, what are you going to call yourself? Uh-huh. What's your alter ego name? I think I'm going to just name myself Zach, um, Zach or Josh. I'm not sure okay. yet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> See what happens in the moment. And then you could just kind of make up whatever you want. Like, do you have any fantasies? Like, do you, I don't know. Like, do you watch porn? Is there anything, do you have a fantasy that you go to in your head ever? Uh, fantasy in my head is basically like voyeur kind of. Oh, okay. Oh, it's bad to do this in a public spot, but I don't want to do anything illegal. (laughs) Right. It is kind of, it is illegal. Like this. So you could be just kind of a, you could be like an outward, like you could be like a little more aggressive than you are. You could be like checking them out. I don't know how you are and if you're the more dominant or submissive, but you could just be like, you know, have that conversation tonight. So let's say, because you're Zach, you're a voyeur. What else? Let's give you some other traits here. What do you do Mm -hmm. for a living? Um, I work, well, I work in the medical field, right. so. But what does Zach do? What does Zach the voyeur do for a living? Is uh, he like an artist, maybe? Um, or? photographer? Photographer. Of photographer. course he's a photographer, because he's a voyeur. This makes so much sense. So what do you, what do you take pictures of, mostly? Uh, nature. 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 I love it. Uh, pieces. Yeah. Uh, natural pieces of art, stuff like that. Good. I love it. I'm feeling that you're, you feel like Zach to me now. So this is what, and he agreed to this. See, this, the fact that you guys are already doing this and you're on your way is spicing it up. Let me just tell you that, because that was your initial question. 
the other night on Monday, I think, right? Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, and I think I'm getting, like I'm getting the butterflies like when we oh. first went on our first date. I get I have those butterflies on my stomach, so oh, I'm kind of this is exciting. Trying to calm down before I get there. <laughs> oh my god! I lo- now, how long have you guys been together, Zach? We've been together almost six years. Okay. So you are setting such an example here. People are like, how can I go back to the butterflies? I never will. And you're telling me that driving to a bar right now, you're getting butterflies again. Like, this is amazing. I'm getting butterflies. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Because this is what it's about. It's something different. You didn't have to go out and buy anything new. You didn't have to, like, spend any money. Like, you might have already gone for a drink, but now you're just playing it up. So you have butterflies. This is exciting. (sighs) I love it, Zach. So, so so do you feel a little better? Okay, tell me. What else? Ask I, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better now. Um, I Now that I have something like in mind of how to play off, I feel better. Okay, good. Um, so, but I definitely will let you know how this works out. I'm <laughs> okay. actually pulling up to the place now. Oh my God, I feel like I'm with you. Okay, oh. Matt, Zach. <laughs> This is amazing, oh, Matt. You. I'm so excited. Call us later if you want to or tomorrow. We are here with you. We are all with you and you've got this. Thank you for calling. Have fun uh, tonight. I'll give you a call tomorrow. It's already fun. Okay, please do. Yeah. We could reset that for people real quick that he called in the other night, met his partner. They've been together for six years and he was like, I want to spice it up. I don't want to do the silly role play or this or that. And I was like, well, you might like it. Do the sexy stranger thing. And so now they're meeting at a bar his boyfriend was down and he's pretending he's someone else and they're gonna see what happens and he's got the butterflies back don't we all want that we all have the butterflies in this room right we now all, I'm, I'm pretty so sure. excited <laughs> I, this is what another one of the million things I love about doing this show every night on Sirius XM Stars is that we can actually we're here 10 hours a week like you could try he'd be talking about Monday and he's already spicing it up by Wednesday you guys change can happen like that it can start with a conversation. It can start with buying something new, talking to your partner. You will change your sex life up for the better. What happens when it starts? Like, do you suggest someone breaks the wall too? Like, what happens if it's going on too long and it's time to get to it? Or is that part of the game? That's part like, of the game. That, you just keep it going. So, yeah. like, this thing can go on for hours. Hours. Maybe they flirt and they like touch. They don't touch yet. And maybe like Matt slash Zach, his pseudonym, mm-hmm. he might be like, hey, I've always had this thing about it. Maybe they're going to have sex in the car tonight. Afraid people are watching or something. Yeah. I think it keeps going until it doesn't. But it's so, and it really, you think, because I've done these things where you do and you giggle, you laugh at first, but just just needs one of you to hold it for a second. And then you move through it. And I'm telling, my, I have friends, a lot of married friends who've done this and listeners and they are like, it was so hot. So until you try it, don't knock it till you try it, everyone. <laughs> it's like a one night stand, but not really. Like you're not cheating, right? It's exactly. Like, it's with your actual, like we all know. Okay, we're married. But. Yeah, but it's new. He already has the butterfly. I can't. I can't make that up. I couldn't. Can't give you guys butterflies. That's what you have to do on your own. But I love it. All right, we have Larry. He's 58 from Illinois, and he can't finish from blowjobs. All right. Hey, Larry. Hey. Hi, Larry. Thanks for I calling. I have a question for you. Matter, matter of fact, I've uh, been listening the last couple of days, and you put some pretty good information out there. <laughs> That's kind of helped me out on a few things. Oh, except good. I've got one little problem, and I've had for a long, long time, most of my life, is when it comes to a blowjob, I can get right down, that I can't finish. Okay, yeah. This is and actually- I wanted to know if it was a I want to know if it's, a, if it's something in my mind that won't won't let me finish or right. no, what this the is a deal good question. is. And, what? I, and I kind of feel like it, 
And I kind of, and my partners kind of feel like I'm letting them down. Right. Oh my God. I love this question, Larry, because I don't think we've had this question yet that this is actually common. You know, we assume that guys love blowjobs. Why wouldn't they come all the time? Well, for, you know, we're all different. So, you know, are you able to come during intercourse? Well, let's put you this way. You had something on there last night about watching porn and masturbating, and uh, I've got to start backing away from a lot of that stuff, too, uh, because, uh, you know, like I said, you put out some pretty good information that I'm going to have to start working on. And uh, I just seem like I'm so used to masturbating when it comes to coming. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have to finish masturbating. Okay. So I think that a lot of this probably could be in in your head. A lot of it, we get in our heads because you're like, I didn't come from that last blowjob. So no, I won't come from this blowjob. And then it becomes a thing. But I think that if you, the more you can maybe, you know, cut back on the porn a little, if you're doing it twice a day, you know, maybe once a day, if you're doing it twice a week, once a week, and kind of start focusing on more of like a mindful practice of maybe actually the person you're with, you know, and you can also, you know, t- and give them some direction and let them know. Here's the other thing, Larry. I love that you said this because you're right. A lot of your partners, women, we're going to feel like we're doing it wrong. Like we're going to think that you don't find us sexy. And that's why we always, you know, we blame it. We're pleasers. And we like when we can't please you. So let them know that, you know what, this has been a challenge for me. I haven't always come through blow through through blowjobs. So maybe, you know, start with a hand job. Hand jobs are great with lots of lube. Did I mention how much I love lube tonight? You could use a lot of lube for a hand job. And when you get too close to finishing, you know, she could finish it off with her mouth. So, you know, I I think that we always think of blowjobs as this one thing, like one mouth, no hands. But I think, uh, Larry, that uh, there's a lot of things here to work with. So, and nothing's wrong with you if you can't get there. Let's go to Angie. She's 53 in the Pacific Northwest, and she's currently having sex with someone half her age. All right. Hey, Angie. Hi there. Hi. So I found out in that 22-year dry spell. Um, you just finished just, a 22-year-old dry spell? 22-year so dry spell. Okay. My um, break was because I had a baby, and I decided to focus on raising her and not have any relationships. Um, she's an adult now, moved out. But I recently met somebody who's half my age. He's interested in older women. He finds them attractive and uh, so we have engaged in um, sexting and then have had a couple encounters. And I'm just curious from the mindset of a young man what, what the attraction is. The attraction is that you're a sexy woman who knows what she wants in bed and knows what she's doing. And that can be really attractive for a lot of guys. He's learning, you know, from you. Maybe he has a hit. Clearly hasn't had as much experience. I always tell people in their 20s, like, you haven't had your best sex yet. You haven't been on the planet long enough probably to know your body. So I think he finds it really attractive that you're an independent woman who, who knows what you want. Unless there's something else going on and you're like, you know, paying his rent or doing something else. Otherwise, I'm sure so he's just. Okay. So I think not that's not at all. But yeah, it just surprises me to find somebody that his age that wants to go that far with a woman, knowing that there's a huge age difference, and that he he even admits that that attracts him. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that people turn him on. So I'm sure for him, he's got you know he finds that really attractive. He's attracted to to older women. I think that's completely great and it's fine and I don't think there's anything other ulterior motives there and he told you already so I say have fun with it you know probably who knows is that going to be your lifelong partner we don't know but I think for now I love that you're coming out of your 22 year old dry spell with someone that obviously I'm sure you're having great sex with too right 
So absolutely, we don't even it's have to overthink this one. We've got all the answers. No, no, I'm not overthinking. I'm just appreciating the opportunity. <laughs> but we're all appreciating it. How how common that is? It's really common. It's way more common than you think. Yeah, it's really common. It's common for women to want to be with older men too, right? I think there are so many things that are are common with sex. So yes, I hear this all the time. A lot of my friends in their forties, fifties are dating younger men, and they they ask me the same things. I'm like, yeah, this happens. Women are amazing. We're attractive, independent, smart. We're not, you know. And it's just something different. A lot of us like variety, right? So it can just be really sexy and hot to be with someone different than where we're at in life. So you can probably both learn a lot from each other. So don't overthink it. Keep having sex with them. I think it sounds fun until it's not. And then you'll know. Thanks, Angie. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you're enjoying your holiday season. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Sarah, intern Michelle, producer Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. 